Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm going to whisper some things to you now about crunch chocolate bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with crunch. Three great words. Free fries Friday. Especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with $1 minimum purchase. Bell one time on Fridays at participating McDonald's through 123124. Excludes tax must update rewards. Hello and welcome to Smart TV with me, Kellyanne Taylor, and the most lovely. Caroline Frost. Hello. I love starting with the big drama of the week. So what do you have? As acting features editor of Radio Times, <laughs> please, pray do tell. No pressure. Well, very interesting. So we have the return on ITV1 at 8pm Sunday, which is what I call the flagship. It's uh, it's the rock star parking space, the Sunday night Big hoo-ha-ha, whether that be on BBC One, which we've seen with Happy Valley and The Gold recently. ITV are giving it a crack. We did wave goodbye to Endeavour. I think I may have mentioned that in the recent podcasts. <laughs> Not that I'm obsessed. But now we've got Grace, who has the difficult job of filling that spot. It's John Sim and his sidekick, Richie Campbell. They're back on the trail. The bigger question, which our Choices Deputy Editor David Brown has asked this week, is quite how this show, full of serial attackers i'm going to be very euphemistic with my description serial attacker will just say how this has made it to an 8 p.m slot what we used to call pre the watershed remember that family viewing not this one so that's what's against it however great setting bright and looking lovely john sim on good form i actually prefer the scenes with him the more personal stuff the at-home stuff of course he's a dysfunctional cop how did he make it onto tv otherwise but uh, yes, approach with care. I'm hoping that this series settles down. Peter James, the author, they're all bestsellers. He um, has given us a brilliant interview in this week's Radio Times detailing how when he saw a picture of John Sim, he said, but that's Grace. It was as though it was meant to be. See what you think. Let's hope that episodes two and three are a little more gentle on the senses, let's just say. So warning provided, but good crime-solving uh, fare as well. Okay, that does sound like we should investigate and also we'd like to hear from listeners what they think um 
Speaking of listeners, I'm giving you some homework ahead of Yellow Jacket Series 2 coming out, which is available next Friday on Paramount+. Plus. And the reason why I'm giving you a week's heads up is because um, Yellow Jacket Series 1 is this kind of gritty, vibe, bingeable TV, um, but with substance. It's really good. So it's a series that follows a group of women uh, with this terrible shared experience. This isn't a spoiler, but their high school football team survives a plane crash in 1996, only to be marooned in the Canadian wilderness for a year and a half. And it's a double timeline drama. So there's one narrative or follow through that is the events of 1996 and the other is the survivors and their intriguing behavior now and it's returning for a second series and apparently we haven't met all of the survivors yet so there are lots of twists and turns and it is definitely one that you can get through in a week so enjoy and let us know what you think next friday when the second series drops Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddleboards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! As a plant-based cheese company, Dea has never talked about beef in an ad before because someone somewhere once had a beef with saying beef and plant-based together. So putting a slice of Dea cheese on a beef burger... Not okay. Well, our delicious melty cheese has a beef with your beef about beef. Because any step towards plant-forward eating is a step in the right direction. Daya, 100% plant-based, even if you're not. Now made with Daya Oat Cream Blend. Now, another thing that I think anyone who listens regularly to the show will have picked up on is that I love any series that is set in Italy. Um, I even sat through a few episodes of Amanda Holden and Alan Carr's restoration program. So, you know, that does really say how addicted I am to the warmth of a Sicilian sun. What do you have for me? I think you have an Italian adventure. I don't just have an Italian setting. I have an Italian-sounding name, Anton Dubeck, and an actual Italian, Giovanni Panici. So people who have tuned in to Strictly over the years will recognise these two with their big grins. And it's a very basic premise. So, of course, they've been best friends since day one. Of course, they have, as their agents have told them to say. But they're off to Sicily, which is Giovanni's home island. And he wants to show his, inverted commas, best friend all of the sights and sounds and smells. So, yes, where Stanley Tucci, your friend, Kellyanne, has gone, these two shall follow. Mm. Lots to recommend it. Three parts. What is funny is that uh, we have a lovely interview with the pair of them expressing their admiration for each other in this week's Radio Times and in which our writer, Kate Battersby, got a scoop, which was Giovanni's new squeeze, one of the Strictly dancers. Well, lo and behold, no sooner had that hit the headlines than it was off. So it does look as though this series is going to last perhaps a little bit longer than some of his relationships. But there we go. The bromance is eternal and they may yet make it to the eternal city. And off we go. What else have you got for us? 
So for those who are looking to uh, armchair travel, we've got the return of Race Across the World, which is on BBC One Wednesday at 9pm. Now, I love these kind of shows. So it's five pairs of Brits compete to travel across Canada from Vancouver to Newfoundland without credit cards or mobiles and with this incredibly limited budget. So I think the reason why these shows work really is because it's all about choosing potentially fractitious pairings. So, you know, you've got brothers, Uh, young married couple, old friends, fathers and daughters. And that's where the real essence of the show is. And, you know, you get to travel around these places, these far-flung places, which you probably haven't been to before, and um, experience it on a budget. So this was a massive hit during lockdown, am I right? Because everyone, everybody was tied to their seats. Did you watch it during lockdown? Yes, yeah. I watched the first series and it was one of those programmes that, you know, when you couldn't do anything. I'm not sure if it, I think it came out just before lockdown or I can't quite remember, but it was one that I found during lockdown and I just absolutely fell in love with it. Um, Even so much so that me and my sister were thinking of applying, um, but thankfully you only have me talking (laughs) about it and not even watching it. (laughs) A missed opportunity for all the viewers. Hey, maybe series three, maybe series three. You never know. What else do you have for me? Oh, well, this is a little bit more serious, but equally global. So this is The Holy Land and Us. This is untold stories of both Jewish families, Palestinian families, who talk about the most sacred but very contested place on earth. So it's called The Holy Land and Me, Tuesday 9pm BBC Two. So for example, Rob Rinder talks about his Jewish legacy that he is very attached to and he retraces the steps taken by his ancestors who sought new life in post-war Palestine after the Holocaust. And then on the other side, very even-handed story making. You have a Palestinian legacy lady, Sarah Agar, who talks about her father fleeing Galilee when he was just two. So each of these stories, it's about how this land is very, very important to everybody. So the struggle goes on. I don't know if this is going to help mend those broken ties, but certainly this is a way forward. One way of just describing that people are very different, but equal and united in their attachment to it. So some very uh, thought-provoking TV, I think, on uh, Tuesday at nine o'clock. What else have you got for us, Kellyanne? So I've got the Great Celebrity Bake Off for Stand Up to Cancer, which I think Every year is just such a heartwarming watch. So that's on Sunday, 7.45pm at Channel 4. Who's in it this year? They've got a fantastic lineup. So the first episode um, is David Schwimmer, who you'll recognise from Friends, Rose Matafeo of Starstruck fame, Tom Davis and Jesse Nelson are battling it out this week in the tent. Um, there's, as always, some awful baking. Um, at one point, a contestant admits to making the most disgusting thing Bake Off has ever seen, and the judges don't disagree. And another of the celebs' offerings is called an abomination. Uh, so... It is um, a fantastic failure uh, in points of baking, but always for a good cause. So uh, highly recommend that. Excellent. What do you have from the archive this week, Caroline? Oh, goodness me. So what happened was I was stuck at home and I started perusing the old uh, archive platforms and I found no way out on all four. 
Um, I do recommend people to see it. I think you'll have one or two days left to view. This is the 87 thriller starring Kevin Costner when uh, he gets embroiled in a Washington political thriller as a young, very dashing naval officer. People who watched it back in the day know exactly what I'm talking about. People who haven't seen it yet, I urge you to tune in. Um, and as I said on social media, what really interested me was how many people joined in agreeing was that, number one, it's equally as much fun to watch knowing the twist. Yes, there is a twist. Number two, Kevin Costner, peak of his powers. What a superstar. But number three, what happened to those midlife budget political thrillers often starring Gene Hackman? I guess that could be one answer. Gene Hackman retired. But what happened to that kind of film? I guess uh, somebody told me, well, they just go to Netflix and they're turned into 10 episodes these days. But they're what I miss. So my question is, what happened to them? And also, what else can I see that is of that age, that era and that genre? Because I am hungry for more. So listeners, uh, that's a plea from Caroline to give us some recommendations. So please do write into the show at podcast at radiotimes.com. That's all from us this week. Uh, but please do remember that all of the shows we've spoken about can be found in the show notes. So until next Friday, happy viewing. <laughs>